So who is this podcast for? I'm envisioning this podcast is for everyone. That is my wish. That is my dream because I want us to remember what keeps us all connected. And unfortunately, one of the things that keeps us all connected is our own fears and insecurities. What keeps us all connected is relationships. And, you know, I've, I've studied attachment theory and I am thoroughly convinced that our entire lives come down to how we relate, period. How we relate, period. How we relate to our thoughts, how we relate to our dreams, how we relate to our beliefs and our fears and our friends and our family and our enemies and our work and our children and that nagging gut sensation and our health conditions and et cetera and so on. Life is not lived solely individually. We have an incredible, incredibly out of balance belief that individual responsibility trumps everything. And in a way, yes, and both and, both and, if you've listened to previous episodes, yes, and you cannot, well, I mean, we can, we're doing it every day, but it's not conducive to sustainability for anybody. Let me repeat that again, for anybody. When we completely give all of this pressure and expectation and shoulds on an individual, say an individual, on individuals alone, when we fail to take our own collective responsibility. Let me, so I imagine the dynamic between like me and the world, okay, or you in the world. Imagine the dynamic between you and your family. That is not exist in the vacuum of you just um, one-sidedly giving to the world. But that's how we train our caregivers. That's how we train our mothers. That's what we train ourselves to believe. If I just give enough, I'll get it back. It, it, give, 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 like bleeding give, not, not intentional giving. And we are taught that because we live in a society that values production. And production has a value. It is not the only value. And so what I'm seeing in the past 50 years in our country specifically is that we have lost our way. I mean, did we ever really have it? We came here and we kind of like raped the land and the people in it. And, and that was a long time ago and we are not there. And we cannot neglect that that is our history. And here's why. Because I don't care if you are, I don't care what color you are. Your nervous system is, is, is a result of your life experience and the experience of your ancestors. This is in the research. It's in all of the trauma research. It's in the spiritual text. You, we do not, we don't get out. There's no get out of jail free card in the world. There just really isn't. There's a, I think I'm going to get out of jail free. And this is the illusion of being out of jail free how we define getting out of jail free is money in this country. Well, guess what? Money can cause great things. And I hope to, I envision millions of dollars eventually because I want to give that back to the world in a way that's fruitful, like so that it can flow through me. And I wish that for you too. 
And if you think about your life, that's kind of how your money goes anyway. It comes in, we freak out about if we have enough, and then it goes right back out. And then we are afraid we're not going to have enough. And where does that come from? That comes from our belief and fear that we have got to compete for resources. That is one way of looking at the world. When you are setting a society up to blame the other for things like taking your job or maybe um, not working. Oh my God, if I if I hear one more person say, you're just lazy if you don't work, I am going to have some compassion, hopefully, because that is from a frame of reference that they learned that said to them, you are only valuable if you produce. I hope you listen to that. We are taught that we are only valuable if we produce. And if you look at any of the sacred texts, they will tell you, in fact, just the opposite. We don't need anything. We don't need to do anything. We don't need to perform anything to be of value in this world. My mother has worked with developmental disabilities for many, many years. She had an adult foster care. Do you think that those folks that she invited into her home were less valuable because they couldn't sort of quote unquote produce manufacture wise? In fact, it is the folks that whose value isn't seen that sometimes have the most value and we just aren't seeing it. Those folks that lived with her brought us so much joy and so much presence and so much appreciation and relation. Same thing with every, uh, what society would call a bum on the street. Same thing with the richest CEO I've ever worked with. It is not either or guys. This podcast is for you because you are not that different from me and I'm not that different from you. And if we can understand that we have both differences and very, very, very common similarities, then we can utilize that. We can leverage that to start to consider our future in different ways. Because I don't know about you, but I don't know a lot of people happy with how the world is going today. I mean, COVID alone, an administration that for whatever, if you enjoy the administration, I honor you and would love to hear why. And if you didn't, then you understand that that was really sort of barking in the wrong direction. And that's what happens with us individually, internally. If we are believing that we only as individuals are responsible where does that leave the collective responsibility? There is no society I know that that sustains itself when they neglect the social responsibility as well. And I can hear you guys say, well, that's big government. Actually, big government is made of people that work in big government believing things about the world, just like you believe things about the world. And we are so disassociated from our own internal navigation system. We are on autopilot and that is on purpose. 
It is on purpose that we are so busy that we can't think because it makes it easier for exploitation. It makes it easier to play on fears. I did not get into the QAnon conspiracies. I know many people that did. And what that QAnon conspiracy did for people was it gave them some information and it gave them a direction to look. And guess what? This is anti-QAnon. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. This is information in a different direction that I hope will be actually useful for our sustainability, not our destruction. Because we live in a war economy where there is 780 billion, 780 billion dollars that we spend every year on our military for what? Who are we fighting? There's we uh, if 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 there's a country spending 780 billion dollars on military, you would think that we have a threat. Not only that, we have um, politically and strategically what you may consider failed a couple wars. And let me be clear, I am not blaming the soldiers. I am not blaming anybody, actually. What I'm pointing towards is if we're spending that much money, where's our return on investment? Where's the return on investment for our safety? Where's the return on investment for our soldiers who come home and are used up and spit out? Where's the return on investment when we are asking people to work two to three jobs to survive? This, this sort of living wage idea is not actually that fruitcake like that's it's not that loopy it's actually suggesting that we really are not going to evolve until we get past the point of mere survival just like the basement we if you live in the basement and you are in a room with no doors and windows how the hell are you going to know there's other possibilities well there's a reason that we are kept contained and i'm not inviting a sort of streetwise revolution at this point yet, but I am inviting a revolution within. I'm inviting a rebirth within. I'm inviting a recovery within. I am inviting a evolution within, individually and collectively, because if we deal with our soul wounds individually and collectively, then our trajectory is going to shift. It is not going to come from a place of fear it will come from a higher level of thinking and that is where the problems are solved because that is your rational brain our thinking in a fear-based state is not even the same neural pathways that our solutions come from so it literally is your best thinking got you here yes and your best thinking got you here and there's more like here here's where we are how can we sort of optimize our thinking in our beliefs and our actions and our behaviors. And I'm going to contend that that starts with intention. So if you intend that you want to be a part of the world that makes a difference in the world around you, then don't look out there. Yes, we have to find solutions out there. But that's not the only place we have to look. We have to look within. We have to wrestle with our own fear-based thinking. We have to wrestle with what we have been internalizing for generations in terms of what our values are. And we have to get very clear and concrete. And that 
again, those solutions are not going to come from that lower level, sort of what they call reptilian brain. They're just not, because that is the impulse side. That's the, that's the reactive part. That's the instinctual, like, I need to save myself part. And we need it, just like we need you. Just like we need your rational brain, just like we need you to use your rational brain so that that higher energy comes through to the world expressed in a different way. When you go in the world and you're expressing your fear-based thinking, when I go to when I go into Walmart and I'm afraid that I'm going to get you know um, COVID, I'm afraid. I I am afraid. I isolate. I don't want to talk to people. I get really crabby with the checkout ladies, and that is my own vice. I like. I just really. I know that I'm not nice sometimes if I get frustrated, and neither are you probably. And if I go in there with a mask and I'm not suggesting just a cloth mask, I'm suggesting some buffer in general in our lives, then I've got some more assets deal that I'm dealing with. I've got some more protection. I've got some more safety measures. I've got some more sort of, um, I call it the armor. And in that way, I don't have to spend my mind time worrying and we all worry. I don't have to spend my time thinking on that lower level of fear. What instead I spend my time on is, okay, what aisle has what? And, oh, yep, got to get this one in that aisle and this one. I mean, it's just a different switching gears. It's just switching gears in your brain. That's it. So that is something I want to invite us to think about. I wanted to invite us to think about who this podcast is for. Hopefully it resonates with you. Hopefully you're excited to learn tips and tricks on how to do this because I know a thing or two and it ain't because of me that you're going to change. It is because of you hearing what you need to hear that I swear and hope and pray comes through me to you from something greater because I ain't all that great and that's okay. Don't listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying because it comes from somewhere else. On that note, I wish you well. What are your takeaways from today? How will you live your day differently? Send me it in the notes. Thanks.